This week's episode of Live from the Dutch Hall is brought brought to you by Amazon. Please go to Live from the Dutch Hall website, www.livefromthedutchhall.com, and click on the Amazon banner and do all your Amazon shopping, and a little bit of your proceeds will go and help the show. Also um, available, if you go to my website, you will find a uh, 5% uh, off coupon from our friends at VG Meats. If you go to VG Meats, uh, or if you go and print out that coupon, you can go in any of the VG Meat locations in Simcoe or Stony Creek, and um, get a bit of a discount and help support live from the Dutch Hall. So thanks to our friends at VG Meats. We are here live from Delhi, Ontario. And, and this is live from the Dutch Hall. Let's do this thing. Cheers, everybody. from Delhi, Ontario, Canada, the beautiful heart of Norfolk County. And uh, we are here at the shop, or at the garage, of uh, Kevin and Abby Van Dyke. So thank you very much, Kevin and Abby, for having us in. <laughs> and this week, my co-host is the lovely and talented Dr. Jane Van Dyke. Thanks for being my co-host. It's just Jane. Just Jane. I like saying doctor. You earned the right, Jane. You earned the right. And also, we have a live uh, studio audience here of people that we will not introduce one at a time, but if they do uh, decide to speak up, we will we'll definitely uh, introduce them if they'd like. Or you can go under a pseudonym and then say really filthy things yeah. if you'd like to, and we just can call you something else. It's more my style. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been under popular demand. We've been trying to get this show put together for quite some time because the listeners have all said they wanted to uh, have another episode with uh, Abby in particular. Kevin really hasn't made much of an impression on the uh, listening public. <laughs> Actually, uh, every single episode we've tried to do with you, Kev, has been uh, technical disasters, one after another, eh? Is that true? Yeah, big time. The very first one, uh, Boxing Day Family Spectacular, uh, it was our only episode, and you point this out all the time, that would never made it to uh, iTunes. It never, like, if it doesn't show up on my iTunes list, you have to be a subscriber to get that, that particular episode, right? And you take it as a sign of, like, somehow that I've, a slap in the face to the great piece of work that we did together. Is that true? I just think that you think I suck on air, so you don't never play. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. That's actually my third highest rated episode that we have alive from the Dutch Hall, and, it, and and people had to search it out and find it. So you should be proud of yourself. That was a great. Yeah, episode. I think they should subscribe. Yeah, you have to subscribe <laughs> to get that episode. It's yeah. a special one, and obviously people have done it. It's the third highest rated episode. So wow. I, I think he's I think he's really hard on himself. It's a holiday special. You know what was great about that episode is we talked about serious things like like. Uh, like raising, like being part of a great family and raising a family. Remember that, Kevin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're a sweet guy, and everyone could see that, and that's why it was a good. That's right. why. They <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now Abby's episodes are more popular because she talks about puffy pussies and her her friend's vaginal dryness, <laughs> which tends to be more what the what the crowd's looking for. Just I think. Just more I. upfront and honest than my husband. I think. Right. No. So, so I just we don't have any dry friends. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not saying she was my friend. Right. Right. <laughs> but you do. Yeah, what was the puffy pussy one? Do you remember that? Yeah, it was about when I was pregnant. It was about, yeah, it was about when I was pregnant. We were talking about vaginas. We, it, we got on the topic of vaginas somehow, and it ended up, I brought up the fact that when I was pregnant, and I would come to work, and I would, I only wore yoga pants to work when I was pregnant, and the girls, Ooh. I had honest friends, right? They said, your pussy looks puffy. Like, it was, it was, it was right? It was. I was, like, eight months pregnant. Yeah, no, it, was it wasn't hairy. Well, it might have been. <laughs> I thought that's what we were talking about. It was, was it? hairy, and then no, it was like puffing out of your yoga pants. No, I don't think that was the concept at all. No, I could see it, and I I have a tool to fix yeah. the hairy. You have a tool? Oh, wow. Wow. No. Sorry. No. These the hair wasn't them. an issue. All right. <laughs> it's cord, yeah. Wow. There we go. Really <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we missed some of that due to the technical difficulties. But you were talking about your hairy uh, big puffy. No, it puffy. wasn't. No, the hairy. It was the puffiness wasn't due to hairiness. It was due to water retention. Oh, water retention. Yes, that's the thing. about when you have a baby, when when people have a baby and they go to the uh, first see their newborn like swaddling infant, yes. right? And they hold it in their hands, and they especially when you have a baby boy, you always see your friends are like, look at this new baby boy that we have. Look at them, and they and they always like if they have a chance to show their newborn baby boy with his diaper off when he's newborn, a like real newborn. They're quick to point out that the kid has huge balls, eh? The huge uh, scrotum and red. It's red, this and huge swollen. red swollen <laughs> ball sack, and they're like, look at the size of this kid. You know, you're all proud because it's water retention. You're in the womb, and the baby's retaining all this water. Well, when your daughter is born, she also has a big giant puffy huge pussy. <laughs> Right? That's nothing to be ashamed of. Is a puffy pussy is something you should be proud of. You yeah. just don't see new fun. I, I had a puffy pussy when it was necessary, <laughs> not when it was unnecessary. It's not like I was just walking out yesterday with a big puffy pussy in my jeans because right. I had like extra pubic hair. Right. Now like, you now you would have a deflated pussy. Right. It's totally deflated. It's like it's like like when you blow up a balloon too. It's, it's stylish. Now. Yeah. Deflated. It's super stylish. <laughs> super stylish. <laughs> I was thinking maybe it would be like if you blow up a balloon too big and then you let the air out of it, it's kind of like a little bit. No, it's not like that at all. It still looks, it still looks really good. Oh, yeah. Just saying. I'll take your word for it. You should. You absolutely should. Do you have any? Maybe you can send me some sort of a snapshot. I absolutely will. You have Snapchat? I can take a. It'll end up in the cloud. You know what you should call it? Snapchat. Well, I'll send you a little clap chat on my clap on your Snapchat. Chat. Clap chat sounds like I could get a disease from it. Yeah, that's dirty. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, disco puss. Clap chat. No. No. Clap chat. Like herpes chat. The doctor. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. Tinder, isn't it? I don't do Tinder. Oh, yeah. What's Tinder? Tinder's where Tinder's Come where on. if you want if you want to get laid really easily. I don't know if. Uh, Anyone else can fill me in on this because I'm a, I don't understand the ways of the world. But uh, apparently, if you want to just get laid, this is a great tool that exists where you can just go out onto a website and you can swipe one way to say yes, I like the looks of that person to have physical intercourse with, and if you go the other way, you say no, I don't like it. Right? Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so some you'll be going yes, I'll like literally. 
You don't understand. I love ranking people. Like I love ranking things in general. And my brain just ranks things. If I go into a business meeting, I would go into the business meeting table and if there was, this is a terrible thing to say, but if there was like five women, I would rank the order in which I would want to sleep with those five women. Immediately, that's what I do. Yeah. Does that bother you, Jane? So Dr. Jane. <laughs> no, I, I understand his mind. Now you know why he ranks you, Dr. <laughs> yeah, if I see him. I just, in my mind, I always imagine I'm number one, so that's right. okay. Absolutely. <laughs> Jeez, man. Whoa. So, so, yeah, it got really loud all of a sudden, didn't it? It was heavy. Yeah, yeah. That was heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was he saying? Sorry, say, tell me again. You were saying that you rank women when oh, you yeah, walk into a women, business. Oh, yeah, rank women, yeah. Not well, only women. Can no, on yeah. pictures or whatever. So, to have Tinder, where you can just go and say, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. That's like a dream for me. This but is it's a... for within yeah, women like, in your area. Exactly. No, I yeah. feel like Tinder is a completely different thing. Like, Tinder is... Sorry. For what's in your area. Like, no, it's not. You can go anywhere and get on Tinder. If you're willing to drive four hours, you can say, I want to be, like, if you want to say, I want to see who I can bang in uh, yeah, within, Detroit. Within a certain area or a spot or if you're a location. Willing, yeah, because if you're willing to drive to Detroit to get laid, you could just sit there and say, okay, yes, I want to know the women that are available in Detroit. And then you just go, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And then some girls will be looking at your pictures and you're available in there, I think. And you go, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. And if they say yes and you say yes, then all of a sudden you can then chat, chat and then arrange to have sex or, or do whatever you want to do. Nobody yeah, wants to You know what? We should make a dirty. profile while we're on, on our podcast. <laughs> this is a rowdy crowd, eh? It is. Rowdy we crowd. got a big rowdy crowd Let, here. Let's tonight. see if we can um, pick, pick up somebody on a podcast. Yeah, on the Tinder. Why don't we make well, a quick Tinder uh profile and what see uh what we can come up with within if you the hour i can't barely well, we run got, my show as well, it is we got yeah, enough yeah. background <laughs> and then with why don't, a, why don't with, we get one of our uh co-hosts here oh, I don't want to look it up yeah if you can do it up. but i'm not putting my profile up i i'm a happily married man okay. my wife's looking right at me <laughs> you'll do I'm it i'm happy with me <laughs> just make a fake name <laughs> come make on a fake name. but we but what so just to see about getting a girl all right can we let's take a picture of uh of Take a picture of your son, Quinn, when he's sleeping. No. See if we can go. No. Can you do no. like a picture of an ass? No. Uh, I don't know. A picture of what? An ass. An ass? Like, take a picture of these guys over here. Oh. Okay, I got an idea. Let's take a picture of Kevin's penis, and we'll just put it on there as his profile picture. Heart? Yeah, we'll take a picture. Well, whatever you got in your pants. And then, uh, and then we'll do it that way. And then whatever you get from showing your hog on there. Right? No one will know it's you. No one will know it's you. Nobody Just will know it's you. <laughs> <laughs> He's not whipping it out. <laughs> Come on. Wait, get another shot. Of, another another round of Jaeger bombs, and then Kevin will have that thing up by the end of the show. That'll be our goal. We'll get on with the show, and then we'll just get back to that. And then yeah, we'll set we'll up Kevin, Kevin's Tinder app with just his penis. <laughs> See how many girls Kevin's penis on its own can, own can get. Can get. Can get. <laughs> Which we also need to discuss the uh, fact that Kevin never pees sitting down. I think we need to follow through with that, which has been brought up on a previous yes. well, podcast. That's an interesting uh, uh, story because Kevin made a huge claim on the world's greatest show or the show about the greatest show. The world's greatest show never got put to air. It was the most fantastic thing ever recorded. As I remember it. Beautiful. As I remember. <laughs> yeah. The beat was there too. From what little I remember about that show, I think it was the greatest thing ever recorded, and we had a horrible yeah. disaster. Kevin made the claim that he uh, never once in his lifetime peed sitting down. That's complete and utter bullshit. <laughs> it is. Yeah. 
It is complete and utter bullshit. Do you, uh, why what, are you arguing this? All I'm saying is this, because Abby. I just feel like if you're going to make such a strong point, you should be so sure. And you're just. You live with me. Abby, you have a phone. You saw me peeing sitting down. Yeah, this is a good point. Kev, you live with me. Kev, I live with you. And I've seen you pee sitting down times when you don't even remember that you're even like uh, alive. Because you can't shit. stand. Because you That's can't stand. Shit. You can't move. I've also no. seen you and pee you can't remember. in the closet, on the radio, <laughs> That's not sitting That's not sitting on you my dress up, that I wore that night, in the dresser, oh. in the drawer. Good times. Good times. Goodness in the gracious. garbage pail in the kitchen. He sounds courteous to me. I've seen that yeah. Before. Yeah. <laughs> And I dreamer. have friends here that have I'm witnessed. I'm a dreamer. But he doesn't yeah. sit on those clothes. He You're doesn't sit on those clothes. So even if you haven't peed sitting down when you were sober, you've definitely done it drunk. No. Uh, what I want to ask you, Abby, I need you to then take, take, your, uh, take it upon yourself to make it your mission in life to snap a picture of Kevin sitting down on the toilet. If you ever catch it in any way, shape, or form, you catch him sitting on the toilet taking a pee, you have to get photo evidence of it. Mission accomplished. But then never consciously has he peed sitting down. Never. There you go. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> so he stands No, you know what? I disagree that's... because when he has to take a poo so badly and like, <laughs> it's like a little bit, even if a little bit of pee comes out, he still no. peed while he was sitting. <laughs> even if he's waiting for the poo to come. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm serious though. I'll tell you, you right can't, now. You can't have such a strong... That's a whole different story. No, it's not a different story. Yes, it is. Okay, well, ridiculous. You still peed while you were sitting. Kevin stands up, turns around, and pees on top of his poop. (laughs) That's what he does at the end. No, he doesn't. Jesus. No. That's what a real man does, like Kevin Van Dyke. That's what he does. I live. Well, what? what so, what, what do you do? Like sit down and poop, and then you get up and well, What? Yeah, because she's not on mic. But what she asked? What? What she asked is what? What a normal man? What I do? Well, I'm barely a man. So what? What? Yeah, what? I'm barely, barely a man. But what our what our guest asked? Can I tell your name? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What Gina is her friend? Gina is here. And uh, yeah, we'll give Gina an introduction. We have uh, Jeannie Jeannie Young here today. Let's just give her a round of applause. So what Gina asked is that uh, is she says what do normal guys do when they're uh, taking a dump? Is that right? Is well, I don't. I just never really thought about that before. Right. Well, what we do, what normal people do, is they just let it happen. They're already there. It's a it's a dispensary in which to 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 leave your waste and whatever waste comes out of your bikini regions is just allowed to go in the toilet. People that are neurotic and really homophobic, like Kevin, who think that it somehow oh, makes them less of a see, man. But I don't think Kev's super homophobic. Are you homophobic, babe? No. No, no, I don't think he is either. But well, he himself doesn't I want to be really seen as less of a man. I've never this before. But, what I, but I'll, I'll sit down because I'm a gentleman. I live in a house full of women. And uh, I know I'm going to catch shit over, like, leaving pee on the seat if they have to sit on it. So I sit down most of the time. And that was the... Like beca- even just to pee? Just to pee, just for a rest. You're a just for a rest. Like at Home for a Rest? You know yeah. that song? Home for a Rest? You know, it's courteous. It's clean. And it's an easy cleanup. There's nothing worse than a drop of pee on the toilet seat. See, but I feel like my daughter leaves more drops on the toilet seat than my son. That's true, though. When you have l- young kids, especially. She does because she thinks especially. she's done, and then she hops off, and it's like, dip, dip, dip. it's more than what Quinn does. I know. I used to always complain about my daughter. I have daughters, so when I, compla- I would complain about the same thing. Like, how can you guys put more 
pee on the seat than your dad. Like, yeah. that's my job. They're not yours. You know. So you know what? What okay, do you do? That's, that's, that's because you're. That's because you're sitting on the. Because seat, when a Pete. girl sits on the toilet to do whatever, everything just like. So if you like, just like sitting what? having your coffee and you're like, oh my god, I gotta poop, but then you gotta pee and it's like, oh my shit, what's coming? <laughs> yeah, it just all comes out. It comes out the same way it does with you, Gina. Whatever comes out of your body would come out of our body too. <laughs> all right. Wow. Boy, this is an educational program. We do solve a lot of problems here on Love the Dutch Hall. Wow. <laughs> the, the sexes can learn a lot from each other. Yes, we can. We need to share more often, guys. We can't put all the boys in the one corner and the girls in the other corner. We need to intermingle and get the stuff out in the open. Intermingling. Learn about how our parts work. Yes. We just pee on our poop. <laughs> so, if Kev, so what's Kev, what Kev is saying is if he takes a dump, he is peeing on there's it. no absolute way that he ever pees no, on his poop. No, I'm not poop. saying that. Well, then what did you argue to Peter no, when no, no, no. on your one podcast that you've never yeah. peed sitting down? Don't just sit down to pee. Okay, so that's so you have peed sitting down when it when you need to. This is but a, okay, to yeah. just go to the bathroom and pee, <laughs> you would never just sit down. Okay, so if you have your poop, you right? Sit down yeah, you guys got it. Out. Ding, ding, ding. The ding. world <laughs> needs to know yeah, now. We solved it. We worked on it. It's been a question in the it's been a question in the air for a while now. Abby, Abby asked us at the beginning of the show, "What are we going to talk about? What's our topic today?" And uh, I think we just answered her question. We're going to talk mostly about peeing on poop and sitting down, right? <laughs> We already had 17 minutes. We ate up a yeah, lot of time. Yeah, live from Delhi. Live from Delhi. This is what's important <laughs> issues in Delhi. Right how we're changing the world. Great. We could all talk about the most dangerous place you've ever pooped. <laughs> the most dangerous place you've ever pooped? That's a good one. My, dangerous? What do you mean by dangerous? Like, I don't know. Like risky. I had a friend of mine who was known to the show. I have. Oh. I have. I have had a real. Story? Where is it life threatening? Like it you're was on air. bad. You're on air. Where, where, like where your life was in danger from pooping? No, but just like it had to happen and it had to happen then. And I did right. it and it was, uh, I don't know. Was it outside? Yeah. Where were you exactly when it happened? Uh, Duke's, Scotland store. Oh, really? Yeah. I just had a great, a great experience. Right behind there. Yeah. Oh, really? Poop right behind Duke's? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, on 24 Highway. We got another story. (laughs) I didn't poop on 24. Oh, Abby's. After bad sushi? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Pick one of those those stories and tell us. I remember Duke's. I don't remember what she said. All right. Let's hear the whole Duke's story. You got to have a story behind it. Well, we were picking up our friend Brett in Mount Pleasant. We were heading off for a trip, and we stopped at Duke's for uh, beers and smokes, and I... I don't know if it was nervousness, excitement about going on a trip. I don't know if it, what it was. I think I drank too much the night before about going away. I was excited. I was like drinking, and then the next day I was hungover. And then we Sounds got to like the store. Sounds like a lot of drinking going on there. <laughs> well, yeah, and then we and got drinking and hungover. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happens. It happens. That's somehow that's the the what leads to the gastrointestinal problems that you have, right? I don't know what it was. Anyway, I got to the store and I asked if they had a bathroom and they said no. And you're like, I know you have a bathroom. Well, I I said that. I said, you have to have a bathroom. Where do you... They don't? Well, they... Where do they go to the bathroom? Where do the Where do Mr. and Mrs. do? I think where I went, which is right between the the store and that other building there. I just... 
Oh, so you just went where they go. They have a house. I saw paper back there too. I don't. I don't know. I didn't feel so bad. I just. <laughs> it was like two seconds. It was like <laughs> done. Did you buy anything at the store? Oh, yeah. you did. You bought the smokes and then smokes and beer. <laughs> oh, that's all right then. As long as you, as long as you paid, as long as you gave them business, it's okay that you took a dump behind their store. Right. Exactly. I didn't feel bad at all. I didn't feel bad. I felt so much better. Well, you got to do it. It's funny, last week, we had this private plane. My company has this private plane, so I flew out to Winnipeg. Yep. So I get this, like, large tea at 5 o'clock in the morning. And I get on the plane with, like, this fucking hot pilot and my bosses. And they're like, oh, just want to let you know the toilet doesn't work. And I'm like... You know, like, a, <laughs> I got this large T, and I have not pooped yet. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, where's the garbage? I can't take this T. Oh, you did no. not poop in the garbage. So <laughs> I'm like, the plane is flying, and I'm looking at the toilet, but you can't it's use it. And I'm like, were you sweating? <laughs> I like had like sweat rolling down my head going, I gotta shit. (laughs) I really have to shit. So you're sitting there, you're like shifting, and my bosses are crossing me. (laughs) No! But first, let me take a selfie. (laughs) (laughs) So if one passed, I was like, it passed, you. They're like, off. okay, you could really go to the bathroom if it's an emergency, but there's like six people on the plane. And I'm like, okay, it's gonna be really awkward if I say I have an emergency and I have to go to the toilet, right? So I did my That's sweat. the difference. I didn't have to tell anybody at Dookie's it was a yeah. fucking emergency. My sweat went away, but that would have been awful if I had to like go. Whoa. Like this shit was so bad that I didn't even need toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> It was a hard log then, Ab? No, it was like... Ghosted. Sometimes you just pinch them off and you don't need paper. Oh, it was like spl- <laughs> just splatter no paper, yeah, just, just like evacuating. It was like, yeah. Like, like you come and it's like... That's Did you spread your cheeks, Ab? That was so clean. <laughs> Not necessary. No, you what didn't. Do you, what do you guys do when you're like in a, in a big crowd of people at a concert or something oh, and, no. you, and you have the worst smelling farts? You know, uh, you, know, oh, you would like, know, you know, right? No, you, yeah, like you guys tonight when you bombed it, we had to open the doors. <laughs> Nobody wanted to admit it. It's the worst when you're, the, you know, you're in the middle of it. You're like one of those raunchers out. Well, you don't know where to go. Like, oh my god, that's brutal. Ooh, ooh, that's awful. Oh, you just who put did your that? head down and walk away. No, you don't do that because then you look guilty. You just we're say, oh my god, that's awful. States, and we were drinking the night before, and like. I forget what section we're in, but I freaking let one rip, and everybody's like, oh, oh, that was I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I was back in my dream. All Gina's stories are about far, about crapping. <laughs> I was back in like three minutes, and like, you're done. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm a fast pooper. Are you a fast pooper? Well, you just do it up right. Kev shits for like 20 minutes. All right, all right. He does. He does. All right. The whole show can't be about shit, can it? Please, no. (laughs) We've done it. This might be a good time to bring up VG Meats. (laughs) Yeah, Gina's Gina's heavy on the stage. Everybody loves a pepper up fart. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
Hey, Kevin, you know, you're a big fan of, uh, you know, T- you know Tiff Gin? You like yeah. that, that Tiff Gin song I played for you? I was in uh, Walmart uh, last week, and I saw uh, I saw Tiff Gin there picking out uh, produce, the right? Zipco? Yeah, yeah, and because I like that song, that one song, Little White Pill, so much. I was just, I'm always starstruck when I see uh, Tiff Gin, even though she's been at, in the Life in the Dutch Hall one time. And then I saw Fred Eaglesmith right there with her, and I, so I go up and say hi to Fred because he's been a guest on the show. And I say, hey, Fred, how's it going? And you could tell he didn't recognize me. So he said, um, but then I go, hi, I'm Pete, I'm Pete Van Dyke. And then he, right away, then he, rec- then he remembered. And he goes, hey, I've just been talking about you. I've been saying to Tiff that you should run for mayor, he said. He goes, I'll back you. He goes, you run for mayor. It's mayor time, isn't it? Isn't it time to run for mayor? He goes, you should run for mayor. We need one of you guys. We need one of us as mayor, he said, right? Yeah. So I said, I don't know. I don't know, Fred. I don't know if I can be the mayor of Norfolk County, right? You're a yard, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, it's much it? more fun doing it this way, isn't it? Yeah, where you can actually yeah. just say things but not have to do any work. You yeah, know, no just, responsibilities. Just you know, I can just say what the mayor's doing wrong. I don't actually, actually do it right. Eh? Like, so I said, I don't know if I'm ready <laughs> or if the town's ready. But I thought it'd be good for the show to just run for mayor. And then uh, I would hopefully not win. You know, but at least I could tell him what I thought. I think, I think you'd have a good go at it. What would you do? See, I think you'd, ha- I think you'd absolutely have a good go. Yeah. What's your platform? What would you do? My platform for Norfolk County would just be to do, not do stupid things. Like, don't waste money on garbage and then put money into making the town better or, the, you know, bringing business in and making things more attractive to live. I think that's the goal of mayor, isn't it? You want to make yeah Spice keep up your roads and make sure your infrastructure is right so you can attract business and have people not pay so much money in property taxes and shit like that, right? No shit. You know, it's that quite would, a compliment coming from Fred. who's running for mayor, Peter? Uh, well, the, the incumbent uh, Dennis Trevally is running, and I saw uh, his truck today with the big sticker on the side, Dennis Trevally. Yeah, yeah, he's offered to be on the show. He said we couldn't work out the scheduling of it. He said he'd have a beer on Life in the Dutch Hall before. Uh, so uh, I think you should have him on. And then uh, Charlie Luke is the other guy running uh, mm-hmm. for mayor so far. It's just the two of them. And uh, so I could have them both on. I have Charlie Luke. I know people. Yeah, a little like debate. You want to get them a bit debate in I life in the Dutch awesome. Hall? And I can be the third one. Tell them what I think is wrong. <laughs> if I can do <laughs> I don't know if I can pull it off. What, run? I don't know if I, it's if it's going to cost a penny. I don't think I'm up for it. <laughs> That's the thing. Do you know who you're voting for, Peter? Who I'm voting? No, I don't. I don't know who I'm voting for at all. I don't know. I will vote, and I have to, but I have to see what they have to say. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to the two of them to see because it's important. You haven't been. You haven't been. No, I haven't. I, I, I have been. I have. Do you been. know what their goals are? No, I don't know the difference between the two guys. I would just be talking on my ass, which I normally like to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I have. I have. It has, it is, There's been a lot of stuff coming out of people's asses already. Yeah. Yeah. So. We're making this not. <laughs> Are we calling this the shit show or what are we calling it? Yeah, we might call it the Delhi shit show. We're going to call it the Delhi shit show after this. It's probably a better title than Live from Delhi. We're changing the topic off the shit show. Oh, also, uh, every time we do a show that we mention the town Delhi, um, we always get listeners from India because they think it's Delhi, right? Yeah, so I think we should just say hi to all of our uh, listeners here from from India. I don't have an India sound effects. Something about... uh, no. What is that sound? Yeah, what is Doi. Doi. I don't know. That's it how it sounds in India. Let me take a selfie. <laughs>
<laughs> That's what Kevin wants me to say every time you say something that he thinks is stupid. <laughs> oh, thanks, Kev. That's really nice. Love you. That's really nice. Baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to say that this uh, this is this 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 shop is kind of our second shop tour. That was a, it's kind of our second shop tour that we did. We did the one in Waterford at uh, my brother-in-law Jeff's, and now we're here at uh, Kevin and Abby's garage. And it always makes me think about why uh, there is the need to have these sorts of places. This garage, to describe it to the listeners, is uh, it's attached to a beautiful home here in Delhi, and it's a nice garage. And you can tell there's been a lot of work put into it. Kevin's uh, built a nice uh, bar with a beautiful beach motif in the back. Would you call it a beach motif? Sure. Yeah, and then uh, he's redid his fridge with the magnet fr- that shows beach the motif? another beach motif, right? <laughs> so we're kind of like uh, I, this reminds me a little bit of being in Yost Van Dyke. If we were in Yost Van Dyke, the, our day. family island, Kevin. One day we'll be there, people. Yes. Do you have a family island? Well, I don't know. I was going to do research about this guy Yost Van Dyke, so I would actually know if he's not a tyrant that killed all the people on the island before we show up and say he's our uncle. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but there is an island. There's called an island Yost. called Joost van Dyke, and it's spelled the same way as their family name spelled. So it's the same. Well, we don't have any real proof that we're related, but it stands to reason <laughs> yeah. that if we try to go far enough back, we should be able to find some ties to this Joost van Dyke. Yeah, you could do genealogy in your spare time. Right, which I think is a, probably a, uh, in my spare time, I'll do genealogy. <laughs> yeah. genealogy. I'll work on that. And then... Uh, so, anyways, British I like to Virgin believe. Islands, right? Yeah, it's in the British Virgin Islands. In between, Island. yeah. in between Tortoga yeah. and St. Thomas, I think. Yeah. So, eventually, uh, our, our goal is to go down there and. and Take over the island? Yes, probably. They have, they have a bar called the Soggy Dollar. It's supposed to be. A, the Soggy Dollar? The Soggy Dollar. It's supposed fun. to be a big hit. Kevin and I want to go it, camping there. Yeah, I was going to say, is it very developed? Mm-mm. No, that's what we like about it. It's hard to get know. to. There's no flights into the island, so you have to take a water oh, taxi. Okay. We could row it. We could take a can- catamaran. It's like, a it's like nine, nine miles off of St. Thomas or something yeah. like that. I would oh, swim yeah. it, but Kevin's not that strong a swimmer. I know. <laughs> Breaststroke it all the way over. Oh, yeah? That's what I do too, breaststroke. It, it helps with my pecs. It's good for sharks. <laughs> you know what we should do now? We're halfway through the show. It's about time for feedback, I think. Mm. We, we got, got feedback. Oh, yes, we do. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback every week. We get feedback. We get feedback every week, no matter what Gina says. And this week is no exception. Uh, we'd like to thank all of our new listeners this week from Pickering, Ontario, Markham, Ontario, Blue Vale, Hamilton, Ottawa, Summerside, PEI, and Sarnia, Ontario. So thanks a lot to all our new listeners. And I also, this is every late week during feedback, we like to name our listener of the week. And this week's listener of the week is actually two listeners. Uh, We have uh, Tara and Marco Lungi, who are um, our listeners of the week. And also, uh, Tara and Marco have just welcomed their first son into the world, Nixon. And so... We can't name Nixon Listener of the Week, but we will like to give a congratulations to Tara and Marco. And Marco has been, of course, a, a guest on Live from the Dutch Hall. He's on the World Cup uh, Shakedown episode. And uh, so all the best to them. Congratulations again to Tara and Marco. Yeah. 
out. <laughs> so no kisses. Last week's last week's episode was uh, go uh, go fuck your selfie, and uh, so we got some uh, feedback on go, uh, and a lot of it was very positive. As all, uh, thank you to everyone that gave us the feedback. They were saying they had said that. Uh, they felt that the show went quite well. They thought there was a, um, it was very informative. I said, oh, we had a lot of good jobs. Nothing really in particular eh, that came through, but a lot of positive feedback. But we did get one piece of feedback from our listener, the Haitian Dwarf. And, oh, our favorite. Let's hear it for him. That's it. We're just going to do the two this time. Though we do all the other lyrics, they're even better. Can you start the song halfway or something so that every week they get two more different... uh... That sounds really hard to me. sounds very hard. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But this this week, the Haitian Dwarf gave us some feedback on uh, the uh, episode. What are you doing there? Oh, my mom FaceTimed. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, she's on the show. Hi, Jane. Oh, we have a Facebook. uh, We have a Facebook (laughs) watch. I'm sorry. From Hilton Head? Yeah. Oh, hey, Jane. We have a guest from Hilton Head uh, uh, that's joining us live via uh, FaceTime. 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 So Haitian Dwarf uh, gave me some feedback this week. He gave me five stars. He says, I think I'm off mushrooms for a while, at least the ones that grow in the forest. And I didn't know what he meant, but I think he's referring to the fact that I referred to my penis uh, that was when I took a picture of myself on a na- naked beach as a... Little mushroom just trying to poke through the forest of my pubic hair. And uh, it did turn them off of mushrooms. On a happier note, I did, uh, I did enjoy the podcast this week, mostly due to the input from your exceptional co-host, which is referring to my lovely wife, Jane. Very nice. She is obviously very well educated, and I'm sure an esteemed member of the medical field. Maybe a full-length shot of her thinking, in quotation marks, about the Haitian dwarf before bed might make a good selfie. <laughs> And I did What's tell her. About Pete? Well, Is what he I did. Flirting with me? What you know? What? I think that's what it sounds like. <laughs> we did our show. He's flirting with danger. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We did our show last week about the uh, uh, where Jane and I gave our take on the selfie, especially the naked selfie, which we weren't really. Uh, you know, we just don't understand it. You know, it's not the thing we do. But uh, uh, Jane made the uh, the mistake, the gr- the gross mistake at the end of the episode of saying that when she, before she went to bed at night, she thinks of the Haitian dwarf. And I said, why would you say that to the Haitian dwarf? <laughs> I know the Haitian dwarf is uh, a friend of the show. He's a great supporter and all that. But when you when you give him an opportunity to imagine that my wife lying in bed at night is th- in her little panties or whatever she wears to bed, which I know, I'm not even going to tell you the truth, but it's very sexy. And a lot of times, I, uh, you know, there's not much. Jane, you're really pumping his tires. Oh, my goodness. You get this Haitian dwarf all, all wound up, and this little guy he doesn't have a lot to go on. You give him a window of open, opening like that, you know, like he's got enough worries in his life. And now you give him an opening where you kind of lead him on and think that maybe he's got a shot with you. And this guy's, you, you might be like feeding a steak to a hungry dog, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just, I'm, I, I don't know if you want to be doing that for the guy. So. Anyways, I appreciate your feedback, uh, of course, but I don't want you to get the wrong impression about my wife, yeah, Haitian I don't dwarf. do selfies. And you know what? Uh, and I'm not saying that she wouldn't find you to be a suitable mate, because it, even with your uh, disability or whatever you call it, uh, but I'm just saying that, you, uh, that you're barking up the wrong tree here, Haitian dwarf. You're barking up the wrong tree. That's all I'm saying. 
Pete's saying, Pete's saying back down, dwarf. Back I'm just, down. Yeah, I'm just telling you to cool it a bit. It was just, a, she was just thinking about the, how, what you mean to the show. It was nothing sexual. <laughs> it's true. Anyways, thank you very much again. This week. Anyways, this uh, this week, uh, and uh, this is usually, I do another ad in it, but I'm not going to do it this week. People have enough commercials. You heard them at the beginning. You don't have to hear them twice. That's it. No more commercials. Feedback's over. Oh, but the thing about the selfie, that we had that whole um, episode about selfies, and we never played the sound effects. But first, let me take a selfie. If we would have done this through the whole show, <laughs> I think it would have worked pretty good, right? Wouldn't it? That's but we didn't do it. One. You got you take selfies, Kevin. Have you ever taken uh, a naked picture I've of your taken penis? A couple, but never. Of your penis? Uh, no. No. Uh, I didn't. I didn't catch. We wouldn't find your there. penis on the cloud. I had to double take that. No, you don't know for and sure. Yourself? Never, never, never done that. No. Oh. All my all my naked pictures that have, of me have been on film, like on a regular shutter camera, like, and they had to take it to a place in the mall or in the grocery store, and then. And then they would have to develop it, and it would come through the develop thing where yeah. you... But they make copies of those, eh? The ones they wanted to, yeah, yeah. Back in the day, they yeah. They keep it. And my brother-in-law has tons of copies. So think about, like, I don't think there's anyone that has a copy of my naked picture, because it wasn't as impressive. Yeah, if it was something to see. Like, back, in the yeah. day, <laughs> back in the day, when you were taking a, a naked picture, like... Of yourself or your your mate, you'd have to go get it developed. It's like yeah, it was the guy huge. developing those pictures all has a copy of yeah, them all. Yeah, he does, and he gives them to friends. Yeah, like, my brother-in-law has yeah. a collection of them. Yeah, yeah. redneck selfies yeah. before they were like, <laughs> oh yeah. So they're all they're all out There's there, Gina. Yeah. So just imagine I all those pics. <laughs> redneck selfies. I would never do that. All right, all right. We need to be on mic. So, um, so was it redneck selfies? Yeah. If you give a naked picture without your face in it, it's okay. They're all hard copies. But those guys that work those photo booths, they all have copies. (laughs) You cannot take a naked picture of yourself and ever think you can trust without your face in it. It's fine. Oh, anyway, so we were. Yeah, your head can't be in it. I don't know about that. I don't know. It, it would help. Uh, what, what, what we had, um, sorry, what I want to say about this place here is that uh, when we have a, a shop, um, when you have a place that you can go to that's not in your house, Kevin, yeah. right? Uh, there's this, like I have the Dutch Hall, you have this place, right? Yeah. Which, do you spend more time here than you would in the house? Would you yeah. say? Or like, it just feels more comfortable but, being However, we're trying to get away from that. <laughs> We're trying to make an even keel between both spaces. Yeah, yeah. I said to Kev, I said, I feel like we've done more renovations in our garage than we have in our house. And we have so much to do in the house. But we focus on this area because we spend mo- more Most of our, of our time, time in there. Right, yeah. which is kind of sad, really. Like, we have a beautiful home and we, we spend most of the but time in the But that's the thing. You have a beautiful home, right? And so you can kind of make this a little bit better and better. Yeah, and we this, want no, to. Really, this is uh, the, this is like the man cave. This yeah. is just what yeah, I work this, on. Yeah, this is you what he's worked on. But to work on. You could have a, like a spot in the house where you could work on it. I know, but everything but I want to work on it. My player. No, but everything so I want to everything and I want to like, work on in the house <laughs> is going to cost us money, which doesn't really flow with Kev. Yeah, but this must uh, well. This yeah. didn't really cost us money. Yeah, because it was all scrounged. No, so like at, Kev's really like this didn't cost us money at all. And it looks great. The only thing that cost us money was the fridge thing. That's it. Like everything else was just like scrounge materials. 
and, and stuff yeah. And elbow grease, yeah. Yeah. So like for me, like the things I want to fix in the house, like I want to like do this, I want to do that, but all that stuff in the house is going to cost us money. So Kev's like, that what has do you to wait. What in the house anyway? Well, you know what I want to do. I know. I'm like. I want to. What? I want to get granite on our bar top, which you say isn't necessary. No. <laughs> Well, I think that's. A, I really want to do that. Well, okay. I want to. I right. want to fix up the basement. <laughs> right. I want to build a bar in the basement. I want to do that. But Kev says we should wait for that. We should, you know, like all that stuff should wait. Kids that are gonna kill it. Yeah, well, it's a, there's a certain something to be said about that about making your place nice just so your kids can wreck it, eh? Exactly. I know, Pete. but I just I want to. I don't know. <laughs> no, I know what you mean though. It's all you know gonna what come. I mean, with like time. I just feel like I don't know. Like I feel like we're putting all this time and effort into this area out here when we. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a balance, right? But you got, I, I know, like, uh, for me, it's like. Uh, we have a lot of things that need to be fixed inside, though, too. Like, little things. Like, we have cupboards that need to be fixed, drawers that need to be fixed. Like. Yeah, yeah. Like, half of our drawers don't even pull out without dropping to the floor because they're, like, <laughs> off the track. And, like, Kev's worried about painting the garage. It's just like, I don't well, know. <laughs> that's life. That's well, life, yeah. That's life. Well, I know that for me, it's like if I need to have the, the my Dutch hall just so that I can, uh, because I have two daughters. And, and I get it. And I haven't been hard on him at all. At all. Hard on. No, and then, hard, uh, on. And the, hard on. But what I was going to say was that I have two daughters, and, and uh, when you're, especially with their, the age they're at, they're becoming little women, and they don't give a shit about their dad, like, at all. So, like to so they would that's not true no but like they don't Pete, care that's not true though no but this way the, you gotta understand the way i mean it like if uh they will walk around like they won't they don't care that their dad sees them leaving the bathroom or something like that like they don't care they will have the bathroom open they're they like come out of the shower and walk around they don't care that their dad is there because there's two it's all a house full of women and only one guy and the guy they don't give a shit about. It's like if you only had But they boy, do give a shit about you. No, but they don't give a shit that I'm going to see them naked or something like that. Because they, like, they don't care because I'm their dad, right? I know, but that time's going to come soon. Like, they're going to start to care soon. Well, I hope so. Especially Caitlin. But That's going to happen soon, for sure. I, I talked to this one girl. I talked to, this, I talked to this one girl who had only sisters. And so there was a house with only women. And they said... That they didn't care ever. They went through their whole life as teenagers, as, as young women in their 20s, and they didn't give a shit uh, what, if their dad saw because their dad just was always kind of part of the scenery that they didn't care about. As like, I'll tell you, if, you have, if you're a mother and you have uh, two sons, no daughters, you're going to see way more dicks than if you had, like, four sons and one daughter. Yeah, and you know what? Growing up for me, like, I can remember, like, my dad passed away when I was 17, but up until then... I can remember it was all like, I don't ever remember putting myself in a towel or even up when I was a teenager. Like, yeah, I didn't care if my dad saw me naked. I never cared. Yeah, with so two you girls. You know, like I wouldn't be like my mom would be like, "Okay, girls, let's get changed," and then I wouldn't be like, "Oh, dad's here." Like I can't change in front of dad. No, you wouldn't I think of it. I never did that. I never even. But thought if you of had it. a like, if you for, had a brother, if you had a brother that was there beside you, you would care. See, my my kids already care. Like. Quinn's in the bathroom, and he's like, I don't want Macy in here when I'm getting changed. Yeah, that's right, because you have that uh, buffer where you have a boy and a girl. You don't want to like, deal with it with your sibling. Yeah, and Macy's the same. She's like, I, but I think that's just, I don't know if they really care if it's just like Quinn says it, so now Macy says it. But I don't know. Like, for me growing up, I I always, like, doors were open. Nothing was closed. Like, it was just wide open, right? That's why I like, think. Like, it was... Two That's daughters, and my dad was the only guy, but it was never, nothing was ever hit. Jane, this is why I think we need to have one offshore laborer, <laughs> and it lives in our house. I need Carlos. 
And then and then we'll have that male influence in the house. The girls will like be, feel like they get their shit uh, in check, you know. And then because 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 uh, Jorge's living. Yeah, in they the better get room. their shit in check. They're not walking around like they are now. <laughs> There's gonna be someone. Do you else. think if Juan Carlos living in your home that the girls are gonna just walk around nude? No, they're, no, they're not going to. Right? Is it's a solution. Can I? What you want? Can James? Can James? Can James? Are you guys all right? So what? What are Jane's rules if Juan Carlos yeah. lives in the home? <laughs> Jane lives by her own rules. She's her own woman. <laughs> what? You didn't answer. I asked. Is it just the girls that have to get in check? Are you guys uh, clothed at all times here? I I am for sure. I don't like when any of my house sees me naked. No. Uh, except well, that's the thing. The girls take after me because I'll just wander around. Yeah. Whatever. Garbage day is a real popular. The garbage <laughs> men sit outside our house for about three hours just picking up the can. I never see them going so slow. <laughs> they just sit out in front just waiting for it to get up. <laughs> I'm like, boy, they're really, are they sorting our recycling out there? They're sorting our recycling. That's nice of them. They're putting, bo- they're putting binder twine around the cardboard. <laughs> they brought that with them. That's nice. <laughs> just waiting out there for some glimpse. I don't blame them, but I really wish Jane would just uh, use a little bit more discretion now and again. <laughs> it's my house. <laughs> Damn it. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, I looked at, you want to go into something I found interesting on the internet? Sure. Well, uh, I'm going to start out with a story. I found this story about this San Antonio man who faced felony charges for stabbing his roommate numerous times for making too much noise while having sex. Antonio Flores Narciso, 42 years old, was arrested Tuesday and charged with the burglary, burglary easy for me to say, uh, of, a, of a habitation with the intent to commit a felony. Anyways, it's according to the arrest warrant, he kicked down the roommate's door to complain about the boisterous cries of passion. When the roommate yelled at Narciso to get out of his room, the suspect uh, uh, grabbed a knife and proceeded to stab the victim numerous times in the head, back, and hands. Does the that r- happen in Delhi? No, no. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah. I hope not. <laughs> and it says, well, what does it say? I missed the whole line where, where was he, was, he, he was having a... Th- oh, the roommate was celebrating his 35th birthday by having, a, having sex with two women at once. And he's been warned... No- his neighbor killed him? Well, stabbed him. I don't think he died. But he was uh, he was upset because he complained numerous times to this guy to, to make less he should make less noise when he's having sex. He didn't like to hear that. And then this was celebrating his 30th birthday. He nailed some some how he nailed a three way, which is a real big feather in his cap, I would imagine, you know. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this guy came in and spoiled the whole party. So that was the uh, sex story. But it led us to this picture that was underneath this uh, person. Do you see it, Kevin? Do you see this? <laughs> And I don't. It was a. It's a person. I don't know how to describe the person. I don't know how to describe him either. It's a woman, though. I it didn't know if it was woman? a guy or a girl. Yeah, but it says beside it, it's a Michigan woman, Sadie Bell. She was convicted. Oh, is that the one I was? Con- yeah. If it was a man or a woman, yeah. Yeah, we didn't know if she was a man or a woman. But Sadie Bell is a woman, and she was convicted in April of 2014 of shooting her lover because he didn't produce produce enough ejaculate when they had sex. Oh. Yes, what? that's intense, Pete. Yeah, his load was too small. So and, she had uh, enough of that. Do you think that she she used like a rain gauge to like decide? Yeah, how do you gauge like it? how do you gauge how much ejaculate comes out? Like belly button. She watched too belly many Peter North. But what videos. if she has a really like really like <laughs> the belly button? What if it's not very was deep full? though? Like the belly button was not full. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I know, since we've had kids, my belly button has become less deep. 
I wonder what her rules are. Though. Yeah, she obviously like, had her... like like it couldn't have been uh, inside of her because she wouldn't have been able to exactly. So how do you know? Like, I what just told how... you. You guys just. I know what button. I'm saying. You can't use the belly button because the belly button changes. Maybe she does it. Maybe she feels real shame. She goes, if I don't have at least a belly button full at the end of it all, it's not been worth my yeah. time. A thimble. Well, it should a thimble. be at least a belly button full. <laughs> if it's not, sure. a, if it's not yeah, a thimble full, you're in big shit. How about this story? This is, a, this is this story. Barbara Hall was involved in a bedroom romp with There's her boyfriend. There's a picture of a Pam. Yes. What's that all about? Well, her boyfriend asked her when they were in the throes of passion, if she had brought any Pam cooking spray, which he wanted to use as a lubricant. Really? Yeah. However, Hall thought he was referring to an ex-girlfriend named Pam, uh-huh. and she allegedly fell into a, a jealous rage, punching him repeatedly and awesome. heaving object at his, at, at objects at his head. Mm. Because uh, he mis- he, all he wanted was a little cooking spray for lube. Which is a general practice in the trailer parks, I imagine, here. Pam. Well, this one's not that big of a deal. This this, uh, girl just gave this guy a a blowjob to get a better deal on a Cadillac, and she got caught, and they showed her her picture. Did she still get the deal? I don't know. It didn't say. It says the whole... You can read the whole story. This one I like. Mindy and David Rice were engaging in a threesome with the female friend. When Mindy noticed that David was giving the friend a little bit too much attention, she allegedly reached for a revolver. So she was, what? Um, she reached for a revolver because, uh, it, which could happen. It's one of the dangers of a three-way, I believe, especially when you're doing a revolver. A, well, yeah, exactly. If she's in the throat. Well, it's in your nightstand, of right. course. Under the pillow. Under the pillow. Yes. Oh, yeah. It, res- it resulted in gunfire. The SWAT team was involved and there was a tasing. And if you look at these people, she's got all kinds of crystal mess sores all over oh. her face. Ew. You see that? Well, I think he does, too. They look like they're pretty rough characters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> People I'd like to hang around with. But that's one of those things. I think that if you're ever in that situation in a three-way, I've never uh, been there myself, but if you, if, I would say that you have to concentrate on your wife even more because uh, <laughs> there, there would just be that. Obviously, you'd, you would just be interested in the new thing, right? Because there's something new to, to look at. But you'd have to be conscious of that and really concentrate on not getting shot, especially by the <laughs> meth woman. <laughs> So, I mean, I think this is a lesson learned for her boy, her boyfriend there. And it, so I don't think it'll happen again. Ooh. Yeah, she's a horrible-looking woman. I don't know what this wow. is. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to even read that one. This one I like. <laughs> More Cushion for the Pushing is the name of the title of this uh, one. And there was a Gerard uh, Streeter was allegedly caught having sex with a couch on the side of the road. What? <laughs> Yeah, he looks like he got caught. And if you look at the picture of this guy, he's wearing an orange T-shirt. This is a nice, uh, nice profile shot of him. He's, uh, I would say, he's balding, but he's still letting it grow at the back there. Um, I would say, and we'd have to ask the eye doctor about this, but I think he has a bit of a an eye turn of some sort, and uh, just happens to be uh, turned on by couches. I think he gave the couch a, a thimbleful. That's what I, I have think. A, an article in one of my Us Weekly magazines inside a girl. She's a professional cuddler. Have you guys heard? Oh yeah. Of that? Yes, you can. Yeah. You can just pay him to pay him to cuddle. She's, she swears it's just cuddling, and she wears pajama. She has a, a boyfriend. And she has a child, and she has a boyfriend, and she's established with her relationship. But she she does this as her job, she where she goes just cuddling. goes cuddling, yeah, at night. So she says she wears pajama pants and t-shirts, and nothing ever happens. She just spoons and cuddles with people, and she gets paid for it. 
You know, I can understand that uh, being something that people would want to pay for if it was the other way around. Like if it was a, a man that would come in and do your cuddling for you after you had blown in your load. And then you just like invite in the cuddler. You're like, hey, I've, here's your 20 bucks. He's sleeping. So I'll take <laughs> I'm very sleepy. I just want to come in and do the cuddling. Yeah, here's 20 bucks. But for, for you do this. Yeah. $30 and um, she'll pump you off. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, she just like that's it. Like she only has like two or three positions, and she just cuddles, and that's it. And she gets paid only for and cuddling, she and she rules. swears up and down that like nothing has ever happened she otherwise. Pumps off. I don't know. I don't get she it. I don't believe off. it my, myself. The, yeah, there's but. also this thing where there's these women that are kind of usually bigger women, and they'll um, they will smother guys. Like they'll like uh, a lot of them if they're bu buxom or whatever, they'll put their boobs in his face, kind of like smother him, or they'll sit on him, you know, to try to, on his, on his face, try to like smother him. <laughs> And then the people really seem to enjoy that. And uh, that seems really weird to me, but I, I would, when one time we were in Memphis when we went to that um, choir recital. I don't yes. know if I ever told this one on air. But we were down in Memphis, and uh, where my wife had worked on an externship, and we were down there, and one of the people she worked with was having a choir at the church in Memphis. And we went to this, uh, uh, this black Baptist church down in Memphis, and they had this awesome choir it was ridiculously fun like, it was so much fun eh oh, and so we, we went down there and uh, i remember we went to the congregation we get in there and it, the we're the only white people in the whole place and the and they say at the beginning we'd like all the guests in the congregation to rise you know and everybody looks at us yeah. right they like, like to welcome us yeah. yeah we are obviously guests we're obviously guests we yeah. sit up like a sore thumb and mm -hmm. so we stood up and uh, everyone says now we'd like everyone to go give our guests a hug oh. right so they lined up at our pew and I had to, I'm not a very touchy guy with strangers especially, but uh, I had to go and hug like the congregation. So you're get, sitting there getting hugged or you go to the end of the pew and they're lining up like communion where they have to just hug me. And I'm getting hugged by all these uh, like big, huge, like 240, 6'4", like big linebacker women in big purple suits or purple dresses and stuff with, with hats and yeah. stuff. And, uh, and they're singing, rise up, rise. <laughs> when I went, yeah, I mean, at the beginning, I'm a little sheepish about it, but by the end, I'm just like nuzzling my face into their big bosoms, you know? Go with the flow. And they're like, they're giving me a nice warm hug, going like, God bless you. God bless you, baby. God bless you, baby. Because it's so genuine. It's oh. like, it was, it was so cool. nice. It was like, it was like therapy. You'd just be nuzzled in this big black woman's boobs. And, and she's hugging you and she's Does going. Does it feel like naturally calming? Oh, I just loved it. I was so happy. And then at the end of it all, um, like the music was great. The people are good singers and people are just going ape shit. Like they're like, they're having like, they're being taken the by the Lord. They're being, yeah, yeah like, the, yeah, yeah, well, sure, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Right? Like the one lady, the one lady got so overwhelmed by the, by the Lord that she started to like, she got up from her seat and then she started like running and she's running up and down the, the pew, you know, she's running up and down the pew. Like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Right. I was laughing so hard. Like I was just, I couldn't have any more fun. Like I really couldn't. I didn't know if it was disrespectful at this point in time. But I couldn't help it. I was just having such a good time laughing. At the end, I gave all my uh, money to the guy in a purple suit. He emptied my wallet out. So that was shiny purple suit. It was great. That was great. Oh you know? Jesus! Yeah. So I could see. I mean, I wouldn't pay for the smothering, but to have a big black woman give me a hug and let me just nestle into her boobs after a hard day or something Would like that. Would you pay for her to come and nestle you in bed, though? Like, no, just to give me a hug at the end of the day at work or something. What, that's what this story started with, like. Uh, I know, like everyone's taking chances, you know, like you never know whether you're the 
person paying for it or the person going into someone's home to do this? You're How like, do you really? Does this make sense? Are you saying prostitution is dangerous, Jane? Are you making that? <laughs> are you making that claim? That's I that's must be. Risky. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You well, should just use well, Tinder. You, how do you get there? Like, wow, I'm good at spooning. I'm going to start a business. Yeah. Hey, like, exactly. I know, but this way, like, I don't really feel like she, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like she can. God damn, I'm a good spooner. You are a good spooner. I'm going to go to the bank I've and get a, a loan. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. I'm going to get a business loan for spooning. That would be a great job, eh? A professional spooner? Like, exactly. Uh, really? like I don't be? know. Like, she clarifies that this is, you, like, her profession. Do you think you're going to be I getting just, calls from all it. these nice-looking tighties? I don't think so. Tighties? Like, uh, but, like, how does, could how you come do you... spoon me tonight, okay. please? You know, so Kevin, you know what I'm more interested in? Oh, babe, you go first. Would you actually just go and spoon these women? Or would you ever, yeah. like, what if they ever It'd made be, a pass at you? It would get uncomfortable and dangerous. Yeah, so if they made a pass at you, what would you do? Get up and leave? Or would I would you just hope follow so. through? I'm just I don't think I would ever be in that position. I wouldn't put myself there. I'm right, because you never could just get up and leave. You'd always fold. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. I exactly. Go. I don't right, Peter? Like, okay, tell I'm me a, what you would do. Let me create if, this scenario. If for you were the professional spooner, let me just right. put the... Like, yeah. okay, let's say that was your position. You were the professional spooner. You went out, you did your job, and these women came on to you. Well, yes. Where would you draw the line? When, like, would you just get up and leave if they came on to you, or would you one follow stroke through? and I'm out? Like, when, well, would, when would you? One stroke and I'm out. Would gone. you have a weakness and fall into one this? Stroke, I'll tell you right now. Going home. <laughs> I'll tell you right now because I'm a professional. You met. You said at the beginning, I'm a professional. I'm a professional spooner. So I go in professionally as a spooner. The man, the man had finished his job with his wife. He wants to take a nice little sleep. He wants know, to take a nice hard sleep. If, I go in a bed. Okay, I spoon me, his wife. Listen. Is, you're giving the. the <laughs> you're, let him have Listen, let me listen. I'm going to tell the whole story. I'm going and I'm spooning his wife. And she's lying there. And she's obviously unsatisfied. That's why she's still snuggling. If you get her off, the wife off, she doesn't want to snuggle at all. She goes to sleep too. But when she didn't get hers and you got yours, then you go to sleep and she still wants to snuggle. That's when you get the most snuggling is when you didn't do your job. That's when with you your... get the most phone calls as a professional spooner. That's where my job comes in as a professional spooner. I'm in now, right? So I'm lying in bed with an unsatisfied wife with a sleeping husband next to me. Think she's not going to grab one? And I'm doing my job as a spooner. I'm a professional. And that woman comes, starts to cl- uh, grind in on the spoon a little bit. She's grinding in. She's trying to get She's tickling, entice me. Tickling you. She's trying to entice short my... Short and curlies. Right. Short and curlies? No. Really? Yeah. She's grinding into it. What if she's touching the inside of your thigh, Pete? I got to tell you something. As a professional, I cannot make myself less of a man. I still, I still have feelings in my privates, and therefore, it'll still change in size and shape. Right? Right. right. All part of the job is an occupational hazard. It happens. <laughs> She knows it. I know, but as soon as you it. get a boner, you have to leave. That's what this girl says. No, that's not what I do. What girl? Well, the professional, spo- the What's professional, professional cuddler. No, well, she's a good, she's a girl spooner. I'm a professional male spooner. So, she, no. I lie in bed. I lie in bed with these women, <laughs> and, and like I get, I, and sometimes I do get turgid. Sometimes I do. <laughs> Rigid. But I do not. I do not forget that I'm a professional and I have a job to do here, which is to respect that sleeping man beside me and not penetrate his wife. <laughs> So what I do is I do my job, I wait until that woman has settled herself down, and sometimes I'll suggest to her, maybe you just finish yourself up and you do what you got to do. Oh, and you just, what, lay there turgid? I lay there turgid. 
I lay there turgid, is what I do. Yes. And Pete, Pete also has a. I'm a professional. Like, he sells vibrators on the side. That's how he gets away from He this lays there stuff. turgid and he does not pee right. sitting he's, down. He a little upsell, Kevin. A little upsell. He upsell. sells vibrators now on you're the side. And, and this is what he does he gets them when they're fragile. Right at the, yeah. when they're really fragile. You know what and you could use right now? He's, he's rigid. You could use this little dolphin like, toy. Whoa, check this one out. Goes right on the pinky. Huh? Now you're talking. This Buy is a one, business get a plan. For free. This went from being a ridiculous idea to a business plan, Abby, in a heartbeat. That's what we do. Okay. For only $99.99. Next week on the show will be a Pete. Three installments. Our, we'll have our third sponsor. Yeah. We'll have Pete's Snuggling Service. We'll be sponsoring. Pete's Snuggling Service. The soft dolphin. Yeah, exactly. You can get the pinky <laughs> snuggler. And I got to be a salesman. Yeah, Abby, we got to take a picture of Abby's stance here today. She couldn't be more. I'm going to take a picture Stop. of this and tweet it. I just am comfortable. Jesus, Murphy. I like it. I think it's great. She needs a spooner. We need to take a picture of that. Oh, I don't have Abby's face in it, though. <laughs> we'll tweet that right away. <laughs> Okay, who do you All think right. needs a who? Who would call for? Would you call for a spoon? No. Would you? Just from a random. What about Karen Mark? Loves like, she loves you. She loves you. Oh, let's get her on the what air. Get her on the air. Get her on the air. What kind of person? We're almost done. What she kind could of be a professional want, like, spooner. Who would call for a, like uh, Karen? Would. I really could use a snuggle. Jane, do you see any? Do you see any need for a snuggler? Would you like to hire my services? No, no, no. Well, you're in bed with me already. I know. You're, <laughs> you're the husband you sleeping. Gotta, you I know, but Kat, you're like the best snuggler. I can't I hire you. No, but you're calling a total stranger to come and snuggle. You're going to say, okay, come on over. No, I'm not a stranger. Know, but, okay, Kat, let's just say. Put on your PJ say, pants and say. jump in my bed. We're going to have some popcorn and spoon me. Get the fuck out of Dodge. <laughs> Nobody's jumping in bed with me unless, like, I got to know him. I know, uh, but. Come on over. I need yeah, a cozy time. It's different when it's me, Kevin. When it's me offering the service, it's different. I get it, If you're if you're a professional spooner, what happens if a guy calls you? Professional. Oh, oh good question. I really do have to. Uh, either is, what are you selling then? Well, you know, it's, it'd be an uncomfortable decision for me. I'd have to realize how much business I needed. You know, if I was starting out like a young guy hungry for business. If you're struggling. Yeah. Mornings would be awkward. If I'm established, if I'm established in the trade, I could obviously then be selective with who I choose. I can say only women. But at the beginning, I'm trying to build a book of business. I might have to do a couple of, like, male snuggles. Would no, you, have, you like, would uh, not. You would you, not have to do that. You wouldn't down. have to do anything you, you, you didn't put want a pillow to do. Down there. Peter, like you would not have to do anything you didn't want to do. Peter, like a pillow. Pillow in between. Well, if I was snuggling with the man, I would Kev, assume I would you know be dead down starts? below. You start with the man with a pillow in between, and then the pillow goes down, and the pillow goes away, and then it's just like, no, you don't even start. What is that one of Kevin's stories that he tells you frequently? Yeah, about I started how he's with a pillow in between, then it ended yeah, up really like, bad. And then I banged my buddy? And then I banged my buddy up in the street. Abby and I were just on vacation, and we met this lady who was telling us about a story, which is pretty funny. Um, she was out with her gay, like, her gay friend. And yeah. then, um, okay, I've helped me out here. There's her, her girlfriend, and a gay friend, and then a straight guy that she thought, like, the, her and the straight guy were hitting it off that night. Yeah. And they were camping under the stars on some deck. Yeah. And so they were all sleeping on these. But the just, girlfriend was with them. Just a sleeping bag. So yeah. there's two, two girls, two guys, one guy's gay. So the one gay guy is on, like, uh, I think on her backside or something. But at the time, she didn't know he was gay. Like, she was just no, like... No, she knew he was gay. It was a, her gay friend. 
Oh, okay. Anyway. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So the guys, the one guy's gay on the one side, or the other guy who he thinks is ripping a piece off of her that night yeah, is yeah. on the other side of her. Yeah, yeah. And next thing you know, the the straight guy is saying, "Oh, stop it, whatever this lady's name. I'm not going to mention yeah, yeah. her name, but stop. Oh, ooh, ah, ooh. And anyway, the the gay guy was jerking him off, jer- jerking oh. the straight guy off. And he thought it was oh. her. Oh, he thought it was her the whole time, right? And she goes around and she goes, "What the fuck?" And he goes, he jumped up, "What the fuck?" And she freaked out and laughed and got all mad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's uh-huh. such a great story. Yeah. Got in the middle. So the straight guy thinks he's getting action, and he's actually getting jerked off by, by uh, the gay by guy. Homo. Oh yeah, oh, it was really bad. God. Yeah, that's a just that's a little bit of a. Oh. He must have had soft hands, though. I gotta tell that the gay guy must have had pretty oh, soft hands. Well, he's yeah, gay. We've, all, we've talked about that before. Moisturizing, because normally the calluses would give you away. You know? Yeah. The real like if you're swinging a hammer all day and start, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it. You get an old grizzled, old rough hand job. You notice, know right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, just some like so callous nice old like farmer hand, hand that reaches around. Yeah, yeah. You're like, so oh. you guys have softer hands. Well, I'm just saying this particular well, they one. You know, I'm sure there's uh, there's gay guys that are hardworking guys too. Speaking of which, you know that you know that Michael Sam guy, that football player that plays in the NFL, he's openly gay. And uh, everyone's like making a big deal about like now they're like uh, putting news stories on about how he showers and stuff like that, and nobody really cares. Like nobody really gives a shit anymore. Eh? They're like, we get it. Eh? There's athletes that are gay, and they probably get sweaty and have to shower. They're not gonna like. It's like if I had a shower. Uh, I wasn't say if I had a shower with women, but if I had a shower with women, it would always be bad, wouldn't it? Would always be di- what would you do? Let me well, just so let me what, what no, you're no, no. saying. Me, you just you, you just killed if your you story. A, yeah, exactly. You did kill your story, and I'm gonna make it my story now. So if you were in a shower with a bunch of women, what would you do? I would look at their vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say like Jane and I and all these girls sitting around say the table slower, here were Jane and I and all mm. these girls here were in a workout class and then okay, we had wait, a shower wait, 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 and then it. you were in the shower with us. Why would what would you do? He'd probably give you his professional. I'd probably uh, be smoking a card. cigarette. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I'd give you the. Pull out your card. Yeah, my snuggle card. He'd probably start spooning. You have six women that you're looking at right now. I'll tell you right now. If you were standing in a shower and we were all nude, what would you do? Well, I would uh, would look at your naked bodies. That's what I would do. And then I would wait and I would either use that in my brain, like without telling my wife that I was using that to give her good, good love making. And then, uh, uh, or. Or what I would do is uh, uh, I, would, I would wait to the point where I couldn't stand it anymore. I would stay in the shower as long as I could. And then when I couldn't stand it anymore, I'd run away. I would run away and I'd use right. that. I would run use, away and hide? Yeah, yeah. And It'd you, be like your dream. Hide your boner? I would, it would shake my fist. Would you hide with your rage. boner? Yeah. Why would you hide it? No, I would probably, yeah, I would probably. It would probably lead to some alone time, I would imagine. <laughs> What would you he do? He would know what, what to do like, with all those women. Like he, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'll tell you, the roles. I'm powerless. What do you mean? What would I do? I said reverse the roles. If you were in a shower with six guys, you'd be grossed out. With a whole bunch of gross cocks, like, huh? Look at those yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you like a bunch of dicks though? Because it's gross, right? Men are. I would ugly. look. I would compare. I would like to look around and see you'd some really different see dicks. What? Like just, <laughs> I don't know. Like I've seen the same dick a lot for a long time. I'd look around and see some different dicks. A lot of the same dick. 
I've seen a lot of the same deck. I'd like to look around and see some different deck. You know, like just check it oh, out. See the difference. Moses, yeah. Difference in the dick, difference in the balls, the pubic hair, here, there, wherever. I don't know. Just check it out. Like the difference. I don't know. I think well, girls that's a good... can just walk away, though. Where men are totally total opposite. Yeah, because. Yeah, for well, sure. I mean, you're just like, oh, look at those dicks. Okay, well, I can go home now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like that's it. I just want to check out the dicks and then leave. Like this I wouldn't want to necessarily. Leave. You girls, you don't really shower at uh, sporting events together, do you? No, no. Yeah, you don't be like, do that. Just in prison Did movies. Just in prison yeah. movies. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see how bushy that laugh? thing was? And, and Porky's just go off and off and off. Yeah. No. Well, we, uh, well, Did you see the size of her puffy pussy? <laughs> you, know, you guys would be Facebooking about Yeah, well, you guys Instagram have showers. Like, shit. I have a question. You know, like, if you go to a public pool and there's a change room for women, or do you have your own showers, or do you have a tree shower? Or, no, they, or I go home and shower. Yeah, they, they do have, see, the like, communal is, shower They do, area. but most, most women choose to go home and shower. Yeah. Yeah, but communal, communal meaning like where everyone sees each other naked. Yeah, but women yeah. don't do that. At, like men do. No. But there, there is that like, you option. Know you... But it's going to be empty. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Like you guys, like Girls when you guys play that. hockey or any other sport like that, like it's like it's just a given that you have a shower. To, like because you guys stink, you need a shower. Yeah, but like us, <laughs> like we usually just we do our like thing roses. and then go home and shower. Weird, well, it gives us time to. Um... I don't want to play. It gives you time to like look at each other's dicks. I think like, that's why I think like every man is secretly gay. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I. And we just like go home and have a shower. Exactly. Like, but you got. Fags, like, yeah, exactly. Like, like your inner fag, your inner fag comes oh, out, and you want to shout. You guys always shower or, or it's like a competition. You, you want to look and be like, mm, "My oh. balls look so much better than his balls." Like I, don't know, like, I don't think that Weird. happens like, very yes, often. Yes, it does. Yeah, no. maybe yeah, for maybe not for you, but mind. for Kev, it does. Actually, <laughs> like if I'm gonna go have a beer after hockey, I don't want to smell like my hockey bag. Yeah. Well, it's then put like some hats on. But you can have a beer in the shower. Well, yeah, you really, know what? The thing is, Kev goes butts. out for a beer after hockey, and it's four hours at Swazi's. It's not just for a What's beer. What's that it's got to do with showering? That's hockey. Because you know, it's, That's it's part not of like the game. you're going for one quick beer and then heading home you, for a shower. You know you're so, headed out exactly. to the bar for the night. like my hockey bag. Well, you That's have to. Yeah. For about 12 or 13 That's why, because women are more You have to break down the game. Yeah, we're more responsible. You go to the bar after the hockey game to in order to prepare for the next game. I think it's because you guys would just... Just break out in an orgy. No, that's what I think. Oh, I think it's dangerous. I think it's dangerous. Like us, we got nothing to worry about. We're just having a shower. We're gonna dry off. We're out of there. You guys. Mm, yeah, it's true. Happening. That's what happens. We're just trying to cover it up. Yeah. You know what? Minus all this, I do like hearing Kev's uh, hockey talk about the big dicks and small dicks and the. Uh, I don't never talk about that. <laughs> I've heard a few stories. Yeah. I, I, would I, I would talk about somebody with a ginormous hammer. Like a moose. Exactly. And yes. I like I hearing that. I, I like hearing so that because nice. it's the you most unsuspected like, guy that Kev yeah. will come home and say, oh my God, this guy has a ginormous hammer. And I'll be like, that guy has a ginormous hammer? Oh my God, I didn't picture it. And then I like it. I I like was, I'm always that. suspicious of guys that have big dicks in the well, show. Well, when you got a hammer. And you know what? It's you the guys that you least suspect it. It's I like, think though, oh, because, that guy is hung like a moose. Because I know my penis is a little bit like... Um, Tell me about uh, it. Uh, schizophrenic or multiple personalities or something. It's got a whole. You never know what you're going to get. Every day you, you're like, what's what's it going to do today? It's very could uh, be a finicky. field mouse, could be a zebra. Yeah, you don't know what you're going to get, you know. And but I can tell you 100 percent with certainty. If you go into a, if you're like playing sports, if I'm playing sports, I can only speak for myself. 
And then you get to a point where you're in a situation where you're naked in front of a whole bunch of other dudes. My penis does not get any smaller than that because it is so scared of the situation I put it in. And nothing about it makes it feel uh, comfortable that it can just relax and maybe like let it out. It's like all the blood vessels are completely tightened up with complete fear and uncomfortableness to have to show it in front of other people. And that's why it's small. And I think I take a bit of pride in it being small in public like that because I know that I am uh, like a turtle, I, I'm right? how I should be, which is uncomfortable about showing my penis to everybody. But if I was uh, comfortable in my own home, it's it's delightful. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a beautiful delightful. penis. It knows it's so if I see a guy who's got a big hog in the shower, I'm like, why are you so goddamn comfortable? Is it just because you got a big dick and you can feel like you're walking around with that swinging thing and you just feel comfortable, or is it because you're just a little bit too comfortable being naked He's around? Relaxed. Him? Yeah. How is he so relaxed? Why are you so relaxed? I don't I understand. Find, like uh, when I go on vacation or I'm in hot like. Um, like hot places yeah. that I, I'm uh, hung larger. Yes, it's true. It's true. Because it's like I'm, rela- I'm hot. I'm sweating. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what it is with African Americans. I think they get a they get the reputation. Oh, stop. For being for being uh, well hung because they come from hot climates. No, it's hot. They come from hot climates. Right. That's all we it just is. Came from vacation. Well, you, I would imagine an Eskimo's penis. Is is small. Like if I had to take a guess on the Eskimos' cock size, which I've never seen an Eskimos' dick. Has anyone here seen an Eskimos' dick? No, I know. An Inuit's dick. I'm sorry to be politically correct. No, <laughs> no one's seen one. Nobody has. Gina, you're just in Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah, you're just in Winnipeg. Right? There's a lot of Indians there, but not Eskimos. No. I was only there for a couple hours. You just called in for a, um, a spoon and then took off. For, yeah. <laughs> just called in for a quick spooning. <laughs> I'm telling you, I think we might have something here, eh? I think we might have a new business so the we can get started business? on the spooning business. I think it's going to work out for I us. I think it's going to, too. We could start, like, male-female spooning. I could actually sign Do you know how much up. money we could make? Yeah. yeah we I would, would all sp- We would anybody. all sign up. All different age ranges, like all no different sexes. It's sexual things, right? It's no, it's no, no just sexual. It's just spooning. It's great like, idea. You guys, you think guys think can just get in your 90s and then run over to a <laughs> random and jump in the bed. And nothing sexual happened. No, no. Hey, I got to... What's the difference between? Oh, sorry. What was I thinking? Um, spooning. Uh, sp- oh shoot! Come I lost it. I'm gonna lose it. It was my closer too. It's the one closer. for closing. So we're already at an hour and thirteen minutes, eh? Really? Yeah, Are we're we done. Like over time? Yeah. Yeah, we're over time. So I was gonna think about one last thing to close it with, and I had it, and then I lost it. Oh uh, shit! The difference between spooning and forking. One <laughs> 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 You wanna fuck me? <laughs> Please fork me. <laughs> Damn it! I had it and I lost it. Wait. wait. All right, I found it. I got it. I got it back again. All I had to do is go press pause, take a pee, and I can come back. And I got my last point, which we'll talk about. I have a question for you people, and that is: um, prostitution is illegal, correct? Everyone recognizes in, that so in, not, in Canada. In Canada, uh, is it in Canada right now? Yes. I don't know. I think it's illegal everywhere. Are you? It's not illegal everywhere. It's not illegal everywhere. I don't think it's legal. Right, right. In, in Canada, it's illegal, and most of the United States, a in, lot of places. In, in Vegas, is it illegal? No, it's yeah. not in Nevada. I think you can still have prostitutes in Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, that's illegal. Is it illegal at the Polo Show? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is illegal at the Polo Show. Okay, just wondering. So prostitution is illegal for the most part in most places. 
But pornography is not illegal, right? So if you mm-hmm. bang a person for money and it's filmed, it's legal. But if you bang a person for money and it's not filmed, it's illegal, right? Okay. So you just got to film it. Right, so you just got to film what it, I guess. brothels? And then also, what I'm, what I'm wondering about is there's these websites now, like whatsyourprice.com or, and stuff like that, where you can like, uh, you bid on like what you'd barter? pay for a woman to take her on a date. You'd like bid on it, and then ugly, the whole thing is that ugly people can go on dates with hot chicks because they pay enough money. Is that not prostitution? Like, isn't that the same thing as prostitution? What but because that? it's part of a dating website. What was that app you were talking about at the start of the Tinder, show? Tinder? Tinder. What's so different? It's even, it's for really ugly. Tinder's for free, so no one's paying money, so that's why you can do it. That's why it's not prostitution. It's just sluttery. <laughs> just well, and it, but it doesn't mean you have to have sex. You're going to yeah, just meet up with this person. But everybody has sex. That's what they say. Yeah, that's yeah. what they say. And no one's doing it for, like, yeah, sparkling yeah. conversation. Go to, go to Plenty of Fish or whatever if you want to just have sp- sparkling yeah. conversation. If you want to get laid, you go to Tinder. That's what everybody's saying. That's what it is. That's what, that's what oh, the really? thing is. Yeah. If you're using that website for sex. But if you're not paying money, it's I guess. It's a sex website. Tinder? But what's the difference between what's the difference it's between prostitution? Down. That's what I'm saying. It's going Tinder.com, Tinder. <laughs> you better move. Like if you if you wanted to be a prostitute, and but you don't want to get arrested for being a prostitute, you could just be like a like a dating site whore that gets money, right? Or a pro, or a porno star, and then both ways you, you can. You think that there's people on Tinder that are asking for a coin after? No. You can't do that. You can. That's not allowed. It, not Tinder, but on whatsyourprice.com. On whatsyourprice.com, you can do it. How does that work? Whatsyourprice.com. Oh, good-looking girls put their pictures up, and then and then ugly on. guys go and tell how much money they would pay to go on a date with them. Wow. And that's prostitution, as far as I'm concerned. It's like a, it's like a, a an auction for for uh, for pussy, isn't it? Yeah, but they wouldn't know unless good you part-time see, job. Uh, but it's prostitution. I don't understand how that, because of some sort of semantics or something, it's not. Yeah, because you're not seeing cash exchange. So they don't know unless they crack down on it. Well, what's your price outcome is part of the service is built onto the service. So you it's have to actually pay it. Yeah. Does it say what they're doing? Is it just sex or is it uh, a menu of things? No, they're just going on a date. They're, going they're just on going a on a date. date. It's like so an escort no... service. It's like escorts. Escorts is yeah. another one. I think you can pay for an escort, but yeah. you don't yeah. You don't have sex with it's them, a... right? Or, but you do. Well, but you who do. knows what you do? It's whatever the escort decides. Oh, so you're saying right? that because they say there's no guarantee yeah. that you're, you're not paying for the sex, you're paying for the time, yeah. for the yeah. date. And so I can still make So you pay for the date, and then if you and guys get along well, and yeah. everything happens, it, you might just do it. Ah, uh, well, that's what I didn't yeah, understand. We figured it out. If, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have a lot in common. <laughs> like you exactly. want sex. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, our panties match. Yeah, oh, you're really nice. <laughs> well, this is gonna work. We both like purple. <laughs> so amazing. Thank you. All right, everybody. This has been a great show in Delhi, Ontario. Thank you very much, everyone, for coming in and making it a good time. A lot of good poop talk and everything. And uh, if you'd like to, uh, please continue to support the show. Tell your friends. Uh, spread the word around about life in the Dutch Hall. Uh, if you can give me a, a face, or sorry, if you go on iTunes and you give me a review, it helps me move up the charts so I can get more people notice me. Otherwise, like me on Facebook, follow me on Twitter, go on the Life in the Dutch Hall website, and uh, click on the VG banner to get 5% off uh, already discounted 
delicious, traceable VG meats, or go on my uh, hit the Amazon banner and support uh, Live from the Dutch Hall by making your purchases. And we had one person that was buying a lot of stuff from Live from the Dutch Hall on Amazon, but what they were doing was um, doing their shopping and then clicking on my banner afterwards and then checking out, and it didn't uh, support the show. So just wanted to say... Um, click before you you do your shopping and, and before you put things into your cart, and then I'll get credit for it. Anyways, guys, we'll see you all next week. We got a couple of new sh- shows I'm lining up, and everything's looking really good. And then we got our big Vegas show, so please uh, keep listening. Thanks a lot, everybody, and take care of each other. We did it, everybody.